0: Hi, this is Howard Scott from the Howard Scott Show. Coming to you from beautiful Arlington, Texas, on Fishbowl Radio. You can catch me every Wednesday from six to seven, and we play all this War music. And you get to hear some of the songs that I wrote when I was in the band War. How I created the songs, the stories behind it, and we start off with the blues. You have a good time talking to me. So tune in every Wednesday from six to seven. And catch the Howard Scott Show. We have a whole lot of fun on Fishbowl Radio. Jump in.
1: The award winning Mental Speak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. And welcome to the second hour of the Mental Speak Radio Show on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Hey, everybody. It is uh, a beautiful, beautiful day here in North Texas. We had, what were we, 70, 70 eighty degrees today? 80 degrees. Welcome, spring. 11. Come on quickly. Come on back. I'm ready for you. Uh, you are tuned in to a wonderful show, as always, helping us to balance self and society, get some good soul music into, into our consciousness, and uh, looking forward to working some things out for 2020. 2019. I'm I'm already ahead. Y'all see it. <laughs> I'm looking ahead. I'm ready to roll. Um, if you tuned into the Middle Speak Show for the first time, thank you so much for your listening ear this evening, this afternoon, morning, wherever you are in the world. I know we have a global audience. You are tuned into the largest internet radio station of its kind, personality driven. Thank you very much. We have wonderful shows here at the Fishbowl Radio Network, and in addition to the Middle Speak Show, fellow Red Bull hosts. Howard e. Scott of the Lowrider Band and formerly of the f- world renowned funk band War. 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 You can say that. Come on. Come on. And we need to talk about can we, I don't want to stay on it too long, but so that people understand. Uh, the process uh, from War to the Low Rider Band and how that all shifted legally. Well, let's get into that real quick. The,
0: uh, all, all, all the big songs, all the hits were, were, were written under the name of War, and from the beginning of the of War after we left Eric Burden, we had hit after hit after hit after hit. We made so many hits; so it was absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. And what happened was that during the process of uh, um, making music people always have a, a tendency to say well you know uh, h- here's a contract you gotta sign this to, to further your you know career and no you don't need a lawyer for this right now because we're such great friends you know so then, the process of doing this stuff like that p- p- papers were signed and agreements were made and the agreements were were not in my favor when it came down to it so um, it ended up that that the record company had the rights to the name War. So they 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 really put me in a bad position because they 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 put Howard Scott and the rest of the guys like Harold Brown, Lee Oscar, B.B. Dickerson. They're with me. You can't say formally of War. I couldn't say any form form of War, and. When you go out there and try to uh, do shows and stuff, and you say, well, wh- wh- what band are you with? You're with the Lowrider Band. Well, who's the Rider Band? Well, this is what we did, but you can't say what. You war. can't
1: even mention it. No, no, no. What did you, <clears throat> David and I talk so much about the industry, entertainment industry. What did you learn about the entertainment industry as far as those shady kind of aspects of it?
0: Uh, what, what I would say is just the entertainment industry is such a glorious place. It's just a beautiful place. There's so much money into it, the spotlights, the big cars and the stuff. You want you want to be there. You want to be a part of it. But it, it, it's so beautiful. Sometimes you, you 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 jump into it without even looking where you're jumping. You know. So before you do, any anybody listening to me right now, if you're getting into the business, you're talented. You gotta have the wits to have. The paperwork you got to do the business parts. You got to know the the um, uh, business of music, mm-hmm. and that is publishing and writing and taking care of contracts. And if you take care of that properly, you're taking care of yourself, and your, your your kids and your kids' kids and your kids' 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 kids, kids can benefit from what you do yeah. if you take care of that part of your business right now as you come into it.
1: Did you lose publishing rights? Did you lose, or did you? Were you able to keep ownership? I
0: had, I had to fight like a crazy man to get that back, and i was still fighting. And you know, but the thing is, I have a, uh, I live good. You know, my family's, my yeah. family's. Yeah, yeah. Look, I wrote some songs. Girl. You
1: wrote some. <laughs> so I,
2: the
0: the, I, s- <laughs> the songs that that we did with War are golden now, and the yes. what I'm trying to tell people are. Is that these songs that we wrote will be around for the next one hundred years? Yes, mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. So my children, coming up right now, they'll be benefiting by that. When I'm Howard Scott is going up there playing with Jesus somewhere. Yes, you know they'll still get that, and then their kids will still get that. That's how powerful that war music is, and 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 I know for a fact I took care of that.
1: Yes, wow. That's th- th- that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about legacy legacy and again getting it down getting it documented publicly for people to understand because i think that the the concept of legacy is lost on this generation even us our parent our our generation of parents i don't think we recognize the importance of being able to leave (laughs) a legacy the elite are thinking about their grandchildren's grandchildren yeah 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 they're already yeah. ahead, so I love that that concept of of what you're going to leave, but you guys left it for the world what what was the goal with um let's say for instance, why can't we be wow. friends? You guys had this universal concept let's talk why, about that
0: why can't we be friends? Um, matter of fact, when I was driving down here to the studio, uh, it was blasting on the radio, and i I was in this what what a great song listen to the words of that and and my nephew, the bass player BB Dickerson. He said, "I kind of like to be the president, so I can show you where your money's spent." You know, it's yep. <laughs> still going on today. This is what we're talking about today. But why can't we be friends? Came to me as uh, a, a, a real big concert in Florida. We were on stage giving a play, and you know, a couple of knuckleheads started fighting. Mm-hmm. So I walked down the stage and said, <laughs> I said, so "Why can't we be friends?" So "Cool," I said, "Why can't we be friends?" I said, "Wow, what a great song." So so I went back, why can't we be friends, why Why can't we, so we we put this, we put the message out for the world to listen to, of why can't we be friends, you ask the question of why can't we be friends, and people have to answer it, why can't we be friends?
1: Why can't we be friends? Uh,
0: There's no reason why we can't be friends, you know, if you're black, I'm white, rich, poor. The, the, there's reasons that we can't be friends, but th- my thing is, why can't we be friends?
1: Yeah, yeah. So you guys, there was a so- social consciousness to uh, what you guys did. You you spoke about racism and the gangs and the crime and turf war and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What was, what was the name war? What were you guys uh, war at what?
0: Well, it was the same thing. If if you win the war within yourself
1: all goes back to itself
0: during the war within yourself then you can have peace you know you can have that peacefulness within yourself but th- everybody has something within themselves that they have to work out and that's what th- now the name war actually came from uh... Um, us being in the situation where everybody in the country was at peace you know, during vietnam Yes. everybody was peace so when we said war whole country turned against us why would you want to be war but the philosophy of war was go to war with yourself yeah, and win the war within yourself and then you can have what everybody wants peace
1: and i feel like that's the that's the work that i do howard that's the work that i do as a social worker is when i say i want people to i want people to come to balance i understand the need to come into balance and it all comes back to me yeah. it comes back to what i do within my mind so that, um, you know, I'm not projecting my toxic battle onto other people, right? And <laughs> We're needing this. Um, so you guys were a part of one of the last performances with Jimi Hendrix, is can that correct?
0: I, can I tell you this story?
1: Yes, please.
0: This was uh, groundbreaking. We were, we were on tour. Uh, of of europe one of the first times we played uh, london we played hyde park and had a very very big audience there so we went into a club in in, in london called ronnie scott's a very very good jazz club we played there for a whole week and about the third night playing that jimmy hendrix came in and I've, I've known jimmy from like other you know past times and i saw jimmy come in and he was in the audience but this 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 night he wasn't really ready to come up and play but the next night, we were on stage playing. We were rocking stuff, and I said, Jimmy, uh, coming through the audience, and I was looking at him coming through, he had that strat in his hands, and I looked at his eyes, and his eyes were cobalt white. He was like ready to go to battle. And I said, whoops, time for me to bail. So, mm-hmm. so I grabbed my guitar and pulled it out. I'm leaving the stage, and Jimmy said, stay. He said, Howard, stay. So I plugged back in, and, and we started playing. Uh, just riffing back and forth, back and forth. But when we got to a song called Mother Earth, a blues tune, he took a lick and started playing the blues, and he hit my background Then I started playing. Then we went back and forth, back and forth, and it was such a great night. You know, me yeah. and Jimmy Hendrix played solo to solo, head to head, back and forth. And that next night, he was supposed to come back to uh, jam with us. And he died. He died. He he died. Oh, wow. He was gone. And. The thing about that, his death was like, everybody around the world felt his death, it was a loss. My road manager, Terry McVeigh, brought Jimi Hendrix's Strat and put it in my hotel room. And it had a hotel room at the Palo Holiday and had two beds in it. He put the Strat on one of the beds and left it there for two days. And I looked at it, I I, I, I was honored that it was there. I wouldn't even touch it. I didn't even touch it, it was just, this guitar just had too much magic on it for Howard Scott to even touch it. But his strat stayed in my room for two days after he died.
1: Just reverence. That's so deep. David's <laughs> over here just <laughs> speechless. Like you can't. I'm this, just enjoying it. it it's it, it's am- so. Who were your influences? What 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 uh, inspired you to pick up a guitar?
0: I have to say, my father first of all. He was a uh, he he played country blues, you know that was way way you know that Elmo James type blues. <laughs> that was way too old for me. I didn't like that. I didn't like that you know, I was more of a modern type yeah. player. So one of my cousins came in when I was in uh, high school. His name is Jack Nelson. He was from uh, San Antonio, Texas, and he came in with the Gibson guitar and he taught Howard Scott. And BB Dickerson at the same time to both play bass. So we both started learning how to play bass at the same time. I was two years older and three years older than BB. So I could I was at the age where where 16, sixteen, seventeen years old, I could go out into the nightclubs in San Pedro in LA and play behind some of the premier blues bands in LA. I did that. Yeah. So I got to play, one of my influences on guitar was was a guy by the name of Wayne Bennett to play guitar for Bobby Bland. I loved the way Wayne Bennett played, so I patterned my guitar playing after Wayne Bennett.
1: That's awesome. You know something I found in doing research? I research a lot of um, different uh, rock band artists even modern so from Led Zeppelin all the way up to the White Stripes for instance a a, a modern band pretty much all of their influences go back to old 1940s 1950s blues and rock artists that most people don't even know about there's something about a musician you you guys are able to look Back and really appreciate music, at it's at its root. Yeah, that I think is passing us by. I think we're losing. God,
0: what we, we're, we're losing is the the essence to where, where this music, where 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 rock and roll came from. Yeah, you know today's music didn't just start today. It came from Elmo James, BB King, Bobby Bland. It came from guys like uh, uh, Timo Walker that played yes. here in. Uh, um, Dallas. Yep. All those guys that played that music there, it, it evolved, evolved into today's music. So it got to be hip-hop music, but it didn't start from being hip-hop. It started way back started in Africa, because the beat started there, That's right. and it came over on the ship. But I think uh, a lot of people forget. Here's what I do. I have a program where we're teaching young children here in Texas how to play blues guitar, how to sing, and the history of the blues. Now, they sometimes they go kicking and screaming about this because they don't understand or like that because they want to play what's happening today. Mm-hmm. But when they really catch on to it and really get it, if the ones that really get it, if they play this music, they will be great going forward because they'll carry mm-hmm. the history on.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you Do you think that the music today lacks like does it what what do you assess about today's music?
0: I think today's music has been sanitized mm-hmm. sort of by technology because y- y- today you you really don't know there's no need for you to know how to play an a flat minor chord or a B flat chord. Because all these beautiful chords that we went to school to play, the the notes to play, you don't have to learn how to play those no more because all you have to do is get a computer and it will play it for you. Yes. So instead of you getting back all this so soul, this soulfulness that you have to go into in deep you know research, it's therefore you can push a button and you got all this in front of you, so all you have to do is start singing a song, writing a story about what it is. And now, today's stories Today's what the, the, the youngsters are writing about, they don't carry the depth of, of what makes people go forward with, you know, the meaning of, okay, you might write a love song, a love song about, you know, but the love song is, boy, you talking about some, I ain't going to say, but yeah, anyway.
1: Because we FCC compliant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But you talk, yeah, but, you, but the love songs are, are, are okay, but the depth of the songs that are written today and I, I, I'm, I'm not against any of that yeah. but it's so difficult for these kids to understand that writing music, writing stories, writing songs, uh, a song is about a story. Yes. It, it carries a whole message, and it goes from A all the way down to Z, and you got in between, and you're writing a story that means something. But you you you're putting your chords together that you've learned, and and that's what I'm saying. When, when when I write a song, I have my guitar, and I'm playing all kind of guitar chords and stuff. I'm not pushing buttons. No so if you ask me how today's music is it's easier for these kids today to come up and just like say well i'm writing this hit a couple buttons on on the computer and bam they have a a whole composer
1: yeah because it seems there's something about your and and let's talk about the writing process for a lot of these songs that you wrote the you captured because music is supposed to reflect the inner world of the musician it's supposed to reflect The the times you guys wrote for the times,
0: I think I think yeah yeah, what we wrote for was for the times, and for the times to make a change in people. We wrote social, you know, messages because it wasn't just my band. All all the cats that came up in our in our generation, we wrote songs about change, about unity, and making making people come together. Yeah, you know, we wrote a song um, about. but they got kicked off the air. It's called Get Down.
1: Which we have here. You can play it if you want. We can play it because we are independent. What? Well, <laughs> uh,
0: the reason I yeah. said get, get Down is so, like, for today, it carries the same message as we wrote it back in uh, the 70s as it does today. When you're talking about the the, the police and their justice mm-hmm. are laughing while they bust us. When well, we wrote that song back in the day, it, it was like, today, it's the Still same. Fits. It's Yeah. Yeah, and, and and if you run in the country and you ain't running it funky you got to get that this this is what war wrote 30 years ago and it's you bring it right to date and the words really mean the same
1: yeah yeah which is what you're saying is that th- again when you are writing and you're intimate with the notes and the chords and the in and, and the the writing process it it's meaningful yeah, yeah. as opposed to some generic, sound um, they, they did this experiment I don't know if you've seen it on YouTube but they took the chords it was like four little remember that where they they did journey songs and then they yeah. they took it all across decades mm-hmm. and it's the same the same chord
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: nothing has changed yeah. other than just the words to it
0: well I'm, I'm proud to say that war has wrote the new standards for today's generation, and like I said, the song like "Low rider. We'll, well, "Low Rider" is gonna be around for a long
1: time. Let's right? talk about "Low Rider." Okay. Let's 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 dissect "Low rider. First of all, we need to explain what the low rider is. We got to define the low rider for people who don't know about those times.
0: A low rider is a culture. It's, it's a it's a culture of like people that get together and they they have the, the, the older cars that they, they really freak them out, make them beautiful, put hip lifts on them. And it's just like what youngsters would do with their cars. If you didn't have a lot of money, you became a low rider, And then, then it became a culture, and everybody wanted to low ride. And, and it started in Southern California. And then it went worldwide, but you go to L.A., and you hit to see somebody rolling up you hit the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, all my wow friends. they know, know the, the low riders. Well, we knew the low riders because we grew up with the low riders. But that was something that we did in Southern California, and that song took off. I have to tell you, "Low Rider" came off the White Can't We Be Friends" album, and Charles Miller, our our our, our tennis sax player, was killed in Los Angeles over some minor minor, minor BS. You know, he was mm-hmm. murdered in a matter of fact, the, the same uh, hotel where Sam Cooke was killed. He was killed in the same hotel. And when when Charles left us, the song Low Rider was like people weren't paying attention to Low and then all of a sudden, the Low Rider started picking up. They start picking it up, and then Low Rider got to be the biggest song that war ever done.
1: Low an anthem.
0: I'm telling that's you, that's an Lowr- anthem. And and then George Lopez picked it up, and <laughs> then now that when George Lopez picked it up, babies know that song.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yes, they do. Uh, let's see, I want to ask about, okay, so we got, um, I'm trying to get all the major songs, so we're getting getting the essence of your writing during that time. And I do, because we, we spoke about this on the break, but he mentioned Linda Creed. Oh, boy. oh my God, so writing partner? Uh, but, but
0: writing a writing friend a, a person, writing friend a person that when 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 you, you write and somebody respects your writing you respect their writing Linda Creed was one of the finest songwriters ever I gave her so many props I love her as a person but I love her as a writer and she gave the same thing back to me she she liked the way I write and I, I couldn't figure that you know since she's such a great writer that she gave me the same respect to being a great writer mm. and that's how our relationship was. Was because Howard Scott, I am a, a, a to me a good writer. Maybe not a great writer, but she's a great writer.
1: She she only wrote she only wrote just a little hit called Greatest Love of All. Just a just a little little hit, a little hit called You Are Everything by the Stylistics. <laughs> <laughs> just a little song. A little, uh, little, little song. just a little tiny song called betcha by golly wow Beautiful not song. not many people know that yeah. jam oh my god oh, amazing it? people
0: she, make the world go round people
1: make the world go round
0: great song by her great
1: <laughs> song you make me feel brand new Th- yeah. Those are and, and and again what's lost to me on the generation this is why I'm so old school not just because I came up in it but because the connection to the music it literally it's, it's like a time machine it's like you can get you, you play the song you can transport immediately to where you were when you were listening to that music yeah, right. war music does just that let's talk about Cisco Kid all right Cisco kid what was the the energy behind that one
0: I I, I, I grew up in, in in San Pedro California in the projects oh boy did we live in the Jacks, Jack. Stack. we would, <laughs> But to me, to me, I thought it was we was living in a palace. <laughs> it was just like so cool, and 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 on, on TV you had people like um, Roy Rogers and the, uh, all these all all the white cowboys on TV, and there was two cowboys on TV. They weren't white. And they were like they looked like the people in my neighborhood, and I was Cisco and Poncho, so I gravitated towards the Cisco kid, and we were in a club in Los Angeles called Ciscos one night, and I went on stage playing, and this, this kind of, I guess a street guy came in, you know, a homeless dude, and he wanted to hear a song, like, like Wild Irish Rose or something, and he asked me about that, and the, the bouncers grabbed him and threw him out, said, said it's threw him out the club. I said, hey, man, don't do that. I said, the Cisco kid was a friend of mine. So from that point on, I said, that's pretty good. The Cisco <laughs> kid? <laughs> Writing so from that life, that so that so I took the, the the whole concept of Cisco and Poncho and put it into a song. But the Cisco kid being two guys that liked each other, they were partners. So when when, when two guys growing up, said, "Man, you are the Cisco and Pancho, It was a thing about brotherhood.
1: That's awesome, brotherhood, and uh, especially for the times then and for the times now. Um, let's talk about. I need to mention this, okay? The intro to smile happy is the basis of the song by Shaggy.
0: Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> well,
1: who knew? Mm-hmm. Who knew? Until I did research, I'm I'm researching the music and I'm like, "Oh my god, I know this song. Yeah, you, sh- yeah, you show- <laughs> I remember you showing me. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely insane to an and influence. So, how how do you feel about um, sampling?
0: I, I for for what Shaggy did, I, I give him much respect because he respected our music. Yeah. And he didn't. He, he did it in a respectful way, and for him to like uh, "Smile Happy," which was a great song, we wrote "Smile Happy" for uh. uh Dun, 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 dun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and I'm think yeah. I'm thinking there's another thing there's a city country city. That's the city I'm a smile happy.
1: And it's an instrumental.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But um for he respected that you know, and he took it and, and made a hit for himself out of it. And by him doing that for himself, uh he passed it back on to, to the composers.
1: That's awesome. That is so awesome. Okay. This one here, this is my favorite. Okay. Most people don't know this one. And I every year on the fifth of May, Uh-oh. every year on the fifth of May, like how do I not rock Cinco de Mayo.
0: I met a little Spanish <laughs> girl on, on the fifth of May. May. the pretty señorita, we get down. Now. She lived in East l a That
1: is the most bumpinest, funkiest jam ever. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> Come on.
0: I, I picked up that vibe in Lincoln Park in L.A. <sighs> around the 5th of May. And Come on. Just it, it developed into such a thing. And I started writing Cinco de Mayo. And it, it just became like, no, nobody knew what 155 was. The 155?
1: 155. 155.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Parties of Life. Yes. The, the yes. 155 was a street in L.A. where all the Vatos lived. And it was an L.A. gang called La 5th and they 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 I put down to 155 the parties was live all them cats out of the LA bro they they were talking about us ass say you know <laughs> so that was um and then Lincoln Park uh, this was this big beautiful uh, party but then it got to be an anthem Mile.
1: It is an anthem yeah. that folks don't know.
0: But yeah. that's that's the thing, which is you're you're right. And when you're talking about war music, I'm glad we're talking about that because mm-hmm. that song right there flies under the radar. People might hear it, they might not, but they don't even know who wrote it.
1: And to me, it's a travesty. Like yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's an absolute ever travesty. Ever, right? It's it's absolutely absurd to me that you don't know this jam and the extended version at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is what you is what you need to know because Latanya, every it, it 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 literally is is it it's near and dear to my heart. It's coming up again, man. So listen, you guys, Howard Scott in the house, Fishbowl Radio Network. You can listen to his show Wednesdays, 6 to 7 p.m. on the Red Stream, just like you come here on Fridays to listen, 5 to 7 p.m. on the Red Stream. Um, We're not done yet. We're coming into that home stretch, and I'm so glad to have your ear. Stay tuned. We're going to be back. welcome back we're live we fishbowl radio network on the middle speak show sitting in with howard scott david pierce from urban intellectuals and myself latonya davison such a rich conversation I um, so. um um I, I don't know if you guys know i was so excited about this show you got sick then you went and did the yeah, the, the cruise.
0: Like I, I did. I had to go. go. How was the cruise? Oh, the cruise is fantastic. We we, we cruised around uh, the Caribbean, we went to Saint Martin and to um, Saint Thomas, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. You know, which yeah. which is all United States territory. And guess what? When that hurricane came through there and tore that island up, it still tore. And this is this is a U.S. territory. Man. And I, 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 can't, you know, just for, for the life of me, see how we as Americans, and I can, we can as as Americans right here, but our government is sort of like ignoring the fact that these people are Americans and and it's like in Puerto Rico. Yeah. So let
1: me let me ask you about that because I love I love to get the elders' perspective on the the, the times, the social uh, climate that we're going through. I feel like this is as it's always been. I'm not surprised by what I see. Should I be surprised by what I see? Like, for me, it feels like like the establishment that we have is literally, it's what it's always been. The concern was always for the elite to be okay. And we're, we're the ones, you know, working and trying to, we need the music to, it's like the music soothes us. That's the only thing we have. <laughs> That's uh, what it feels like to me.
0: I think when, when, when we were coming up, we absolutely thought that we could change the world mm-hmm. with the music that we were putting out. We could change people's attitudes. We could make them feel and see different things with the words, and, and the words would touch them and would make this whole movement around the world. And, and the thing about peace, when the peace sign came out, everybody was throwing out peace all around the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when 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 power to the people came, out, which was a very very powerful moment. Very. Uh, the black movement was like everybody it was unity. Yeah. It was too much unity, in my my position, it, you know, it was so much unity, to somebody had to come in and break it up. Mm. You know, you can't have that. You know that because the powers that be, you know, I'm. It's dangerous. Yeah, well, dangerous because unity. When people come together, they can make changes. Like right today, now, if the people that have the power say, "Listen, we want to make a change in the whole world," but we have the power to make that change. Instead of listening to somebody leader, yes, just tell them how to lead. Lead from your heart. Just get together and start making some changes, and things can be a whole lot better. And you have brothers and sisters. I was in, I was in, in, in uh, um, California, and it was raining like crazy, and here are some homeless people with tarps over their heads, right, and people walking down the street with dogs, with, with raincoats on and mm-hmm. having umbrellas over the dogs, and I said, this to me, in the United States, how could we live and just think as people that that's right?
1: The gentri- gentrification. Uh, I I don't use the word gentrified any. I I just say colonized is, wh- is what I say. And I think that when I grew up in Oakland, it was literally East Oakland. You and you've been there. <laughs> East yep. Oakland was shoot ninety percent. I don't know. I, I it was. It, all I know is every street there were black families. Yeah. Um. And then we had you know Latino families mixed in between then you had uh, Chinatown and then you know you went up in the hills and that's where you had the Anglo world was now you can't find a black family you can't find a black family and I do I remember again the music was the backdrop and I felt that as a child I felt like this is going to be okay. Everything's gonna be all right. we're gonna you know I grew up universal. I had friends of all backgrounds, and I believed because of the music I did it was it it you know it made me believe and i do st- i still i'm hopeful <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be doing the show <laughs> I, I,
0: I'm glad you're doing the show because you're doing a wonderful service, and I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you like this if if I didn't feel. There was a need for yeah. me to be on your show, which is just, it's a, a, a pleasure to be here.
2: Yeah.
0: and I was planning on be on your show for about maybe an hour, and we we're gonna play a couple of songs, and you know, I was gonna boogie on out of here and go wherever I was gonna go tonight. But I, my whole thing, my vibe changed by being here because it's more, more important. It, it got to be an, an important conversation. Yes, and you know, you're talking about Oakland, and you know what happened. There. I, I'll tell you that I grew up in Compton. And if you go on the street that I grew up on, a school street in Southern California, it would break your heart. Yeah. Because the families are gone. Yes. The families that that came there, full families are broken and they're, they're, they're not there. The kids are not there and there's emptiness there. So. Uh, I, I feel sad that that happened, but then with the kids that we have today, if we could just like make things happen, if we, could you know, get things back together, I don't know how to do that, but I sure would like to try.
1: Same. And I, and I, David and I speak heart, uh, wholeheartedly. Introduce to the listeners, please give your children this music. Give them the music. It is. It is to me the impetus. It's the. It's the catalyst. It's the source, because the musician literally, especially what, what the lyrics. If you go read these lyrics, read about the unity. Read about the love. Read about um, all those things that are the truth. It's the truth, and if you can give the truth to your children and not all this nonsense and, and, and you know, fake news. <laughs> give them the real. And I, then they'll find their way. I believe I, I,
0: that. I, I, I'm going to give you the importance of Fishbowl Radio. Ugh. The importance of Fishbowl Radio is just like the wild, wild west because when we were coming up, FM radio was like, you know, not like Can- a- 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 AM radio was just like all over the place. But FM radio was like the wild, wild west yeah. until people came in and said, well, this, we're going to take over FM radio, which was happened. Mm-hmm. They took over FM radio. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a song called Peace Sign. And it was, it was a good day in L.A. Everybody was rocking, having a good time throwing out the peace sign. Some of the powers that be said we don't want that peace sign. We don't want that message out there, and that was clear channel. Clear channel. So they pulled that song because they 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 not want 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 more like drugs, mm-hmm. uh, violence, and this you know this that that type of thing to the community to get these kids growing up fill their heads with caca. So with Fishbowl Radio, with this this venue right here. This is the wild wild west this right is now. It. You you have the freedom to say and put the message out there be getting unfiltered. That's right. And and you're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. And and before people can realize before this is taking over this is what is happening with Fishbowl Radio. It's a very very important part of what we're doing at Fishbowl Radio.
1: Very much. Very much. And the, again, the fact that Sammy shout out to Sammy Sammy, a 30-year-plus radio veteran here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and this is her baby, and she has allowed for people to come and be a voice and give voice to other people. Um, We're independent, fully independent. We play what we want. Yeah, We can't curse. So I kind of missed that I, I, part. I, I, However. I don't <laughs> curse you.
0: But my, my, fear, my fear is that, that we here at Fishbowl Radio have such a big audience because there's something like maybe 2.5 million listeners that log on to Fishbowl Radio all the time. And the people that are listening to that, they, 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 they're taking notice. Yes. And and if they come in and say, okay, well, we, we want this right here, they could take away our voice.
1: And that that, yeah. That will be the scary part, being on you know being on the internet, but um, but I am gonna we're just gonna do the work until then.
0: That's n- that's not Sammy. as long as Sammy's here and we're here we're gonna stand up and fight this fight because I'm with you shoulder to shoulder. Come on. If this is gonna happen for us we're gonna keep the message out there.
1: That's right. Let's talk about the Low Rider Band. So the Low Rider Band you're touring.
0: Whoa, Low Rider Band is one of the finest. Look, there's a band out there called War. And there was one guy in the band, War that was with the with the song. And that was, I'm not going to mention his name.
1: Okay. We ain't going to speak his name. No.
0: But the guys that are with me now, but we have one of the finest bands ever. Because this band right here, we were on that cruise. 50 bands on that cruise we were on. We were the number one band on that cruise. Uh. And I'm telling you, the, the Low Rider band is smoking, girl. We play all the hits and the good stuff, too.
1: Yeah. Can you talk about synergy when you have the members of a band because you guys are so tight like when you play the the is there just a moment where you find a groove when you're jamming and it just comes together it get, comes together how does that process work when you guys find that
0: I, I'll give you an example of a yeah. song that really brings the emotion out and that's The World of a Ghetto yes when we do The World is a Ghetto and it's just, just the, the, the words of The World is a Ghetto walking yeah. down the street smoking Papa D. Allen wrote that but when we play that on stage and get into that zone, and and everybody starts hitting it, don't do forget about it. And people get into it, and it takes them past Africa. Yeah, <laughs> it takes yeah. them someplace else. You yeah. going
1: to the to the to the heart of the universe yeah. <laughs> right there? Okay, I forgot, I forgot about this one. I didn't forget. This is the one that takes me there. All day music. Oh boy! Come on. All day music.
0: All day music was was a fun song to do I, I came up with these sort of like Brazilian chords. <sighs> and then Lonnie Jordan starts singing. Music is what we like to play all day. That's all they said. Music is what they mess around. That's the guy that still plays the war. Yes. So then we say, Okay, wait a minute, you can't have a song that said music is what we like to play all day, all day, all day. It's nice but we came up with down at the, the beach, beach hall, party in town making love all the you know so that was myself all and Papa the allen put that that great hook line in yes. it to make all day music was what it was and then the, oh great the bridge part uh,
1: you know what all day is to me all day is as the you know how the Latino community took to the um, the old school throwback songs you know being in the park and oh yeah that's what all day music is to me it is it, it literally is like you got your your cookout you got your barbecue set up the family everybody's out there just chilling. Sunday afternoon,
0: all day music will make you smile.
1: Ah, uh, it feels it's, it's, so good.
0: You know, well, the song that, too, that makes me smile is all day music, and always. Why can't we be friends? Why
1: can't we be friends? Yeah, the world is a ghetto. Let's let's go back to that really quick. At the time you wrote it, what what what's the meaning behind the world is a ghetto?
0: I have to tell you the story. We, we were we were in rehearsal in Long Beach, California, and the band always rehearsed in Long Beach and, and it was on a Friday, I showed up with uh, with uh, uh, my guitar and Papa D showed up and the rest of the guys, you know, they I all spending money somewhere, you know, cause he was almost rich in them days. So I came up with this, this lick, dum dum bum bum how the guitar looks, mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. And I kept playing it, so Papa D, we, we recorded it and he took it home and, and the next day came back he took that walking down the street, you know, from those chords right there. Smoggy eyes. And it was all beautiful. Then he put this hook line in it. He says, which I didn't like at first. He said, Don't you know that is Did true, that for me? Mm-hmm. I said, Oh Papa D, why do you want to kill the song? Mm-hmm. D, don't do that. Take that out, you know. No. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, D. That was that was the part that made the song really crack. But you know, that was myself and Papa D. Allen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That is so cool. Let's see, and there's going to be some lesser, no- obviously lesser-known songs for a lot of us. But I know, like Gypsy Man, I've, oh. I've heard a Gypsy Man, um, Outlaw. Ooh! Look at these titles. You got the power, Whoa. empowerment. Just, just putting it out there for us to to receive. So you guys revisit the war sound, revisit the music. What are you guys doing, uh, Low Rider Band, for the year? You guys have any festivals that you're gonna do? What's the what, what's going on this oh, year? yeah,
0: well, we we just got off the cruise, the Blues Cruise, and um, the Low Rider Band is getting ready to revamp itself. We need to go out there and play more music across the country. We have one show coming up in Georgia. We haven't we haven't played in Atlanta, and I can't tell you when. Or every time I think about us being here in 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 Dallas, yeah, I, I keep thinking that we're in Los Angeles sometime. You know, I, mean, I say we're in LA. I just keep getting that vibe; I can't get it out of me.
1: <laughs> You're in Texas. Look, you got the te- you got the Texas uh, chain and everything. How long have you been in Texas?
0: About twenty six years.
1: Oh. Well, you're Texan now.
0: No way you could be a Texan unless you unless you own uh, generations and stuff true. here. Where are you true. from? You're from Oakland. I'm you from Oakland. Not, you are not a Texan. I can't claim
1: Texas. Wow. I won't claim Texas. You won't do, even though the the strong East. What is it? East Texans. Uh, well, okay. No, 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 no. I take that back, Howard. My All it. both of my grandmothers, maternal and paternal, are. East and West Texas, so one uh, from Lufkin and the other from uh, Kerrville. So I'm uh, my motherland. This yeah. is my motherland. Texas, Texas is the motherland. And then my sister was drawn here, so my sister moved here, and then I followed suit. So, you know, this this may be the the, the mother the new motherland for us. It's I, it's I, a republic. So we have. I have
0: to tell you this this this, this Texas that I wear on my chest. See, it's, it's a gold Texas, right? You see that diamond there? Yes. When I when I first met my wife, Jennifer, before we got married, I was out there doing what I wanted to do. And she, she, she says, I'm gonna put that diamond there. You'll always come back to me. That is Zuzu, I got married to her, been married to her for twenty six years and I'm still wearing this text.
1: And she's beautiful. She, she is, is gorgeous. See she she's your sidekick, rented to you guys at the um, at the fishbowl, at the Sharkies. it
0: well, that you asking about that Texas? Uh-huh. So that's why I
1: wear it. Uh, the story behind it. Now, um, this this for me is just been. Thank you so much. I'm I'm just honored that you're here. We're in that those last few minutes of the show that I hate. Oh look, somebody's calling. They calling from uh. That's New Orleans, isn't it?
0: That's myself. That's. Who is that? Lance. Hey. Lance.
1: Ellis. Hey Lance. Hey Lance. Yeah. Hello, how you doing?
0: How are you? Introduce, you, Lance. This is not my show, but I'm on here. Introduce yourself to Mr.
1: Hi, Lance. He got Hi. a, uh, you got a New Orleans number there, 504. <laughs> 504. <laughs> five o four. Five o four. Five La- o four. Five o four. Lance is a,
3: <laughs> who, that, who
0: that's on? <laughs> Lance plays saxophone with the Low rider Band.
1: You are saxophonist for the Low rider Band. Thank you so much for calling in. No
3: problem.
1: You just you just caught us in this home stretch, so uh, what is? Wow. Uh, and I'm just gonna throw this question out there to you real quick. What is being a part of this band and playing this music? What is it meant for you and your life and, and your development as a as a human being?
3: Uh, it's monumental uh, war. It's a legacy in itself. You know, <laughs> we all fight wars. You know, we all gotta come together on one chord but uh being with that group yeah, that's something i grew up with that type of music and uh i was playing a cisco kid in junior high school so for me it's it's like a life journey mm-hmm. if you will and you know following charles Miller's shoes, he's he a great saxophonist i think he was maybe before his time really he was really just that good and uh it's been fun. It's been real. It's been a real experience and a good journey in life for me. And uh, it changed a lot of things in my life. You know, it's it a experience. Yeah. And a great journey. And to be playing with Howard and Harold B.B. and traveling abroad, it's, it's been a musical journey. It's it a great experience overall. It changed some things. I didn't look back, I quit my day job. And I never
1: looked back mm. off that plantation <laughs> to to to, <laughs> yeah. to to do to do what I consider to be the Lord's work. This is you guys. It goes without saying what mm-hmm. this music means and what it's going to do. Howard already stated it. This is going to speak to generations. This is the. This is as uh you know, the ancient civilization, uh, Kemet, giving the, the future, the words to the future of what to do, how to get peace within yourself, how to get peace between you and your brother, how to, how to give love to the world. I,
3: I it, it was before their time, it was, it was, they had a message in the music, you know, way back. Why can't we be friends? And today, is relevant today. Why can't we all just get along one accord?
2: Well,
0: Lance, you know uh, uh, it's a pleasure playing with you all the time, but uh, I, mm-hmm. when, when I'm on this this, uh, this 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 show here, and then we've been talking for hours, seems like for days, with very beautiful conversations, and you know what? We haven't played one war song, and I haven't missed the fact that we haven't played the Cisco Kid. Why can't we be friends? Or slipping in the darkness? We've been talking about these songs, and talking about them so well that I know the people can feel yes. the depth of the song because yes. we're talking about the words and how it came about, rather than just listen to the song and say, Phew, "That was the Cisco Kid" or "That was Lowrider
1: Some, Somebody heard I, the title. I, I enjoy playing kind the of music. Period. It's just a
3: Uplifting experience, and you know I can't stress enough the the experience and the journey of just you know playing side of Lee Oscar is like
1: wow. Lee oh, Oscar, man. that's a cool white dude. <laughs> that's a cool. He cool. He just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and, and then then they receive me as you know growing into their family, and they yeah. receive me in such a manner as like lance howard calls me second to none that's I right laugh every time you see he's he, funny thing, you
0: say. are second to none <laughs> Jesus,
3: Jesus. <laughs> and I, I grew into the music uh being a part of the uh what they and whatnot. and then i came into my own stuff and tried to record music on my own in another stylistic form and and i play different styles of music so i let god gave me a gift and i'm utilizing my gift with the band
1: well, listen, I am so grateful for you calling in. It's good to get to meet you through the Skype phone. Um, we got to do this. We got to do this again. Let's get the who's who's here in Dallas. Who is all here in Dallas? This
0: is just myself. Just yourself.
1: Yeah. OK, well, we may what we what we're going to have to do. We'll see if we can't get a get a call in um, as we're going into maybe around 5th of May. Maybe so around Cinco de look, Mayo, we got to do this again because we can't get it all in. Um, look,
0: yeah. this we just hit the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. man. And, and it's very, very good show. I enjoyed being here talking. And the power of it is, if we if we play the song like "Slipping in the Darkness," right, which we didn't do, and I, we'll we'll do it the next time. Yeah. But you got to hear the story.
1: Behind, uh, behind it.
0: Behind Slipped in the Darkness, which is a great story. Lance knows it, but your listeners, they need to know. They
1: need to know. Because ain't it your mama telling you something? And your mama.
0: Yeah, but then it then it goes goes beyond your mama telling you something. It came from way beyond that. But mm-hmm. it is where, where I can grow up say yep. My mother, Estella Scott, raised me in a certain way. And if I cross that line, I was always aware of the mm-hmm. fact that uh-oh, you better not do that cuz if you do you're going to slip in the darkness.
2: Mm.
1: And now you got <laughs> the music and then and then you came, took that inner world, took that wisdom, laid it down on a track for all time for people to receive and see this was going to happen when you slip in the darkness. <laughs> Relax. The the
3: truth I, I consider world music timeless music. It's timeless. It, is, it
1: will it never is, die. Yeah. It will never die. Yeah, yeah. And the, the lowrider band, thankful for you for never giving up the fight to play the music with the the, the, the root people uh, that the world needs to, to receive it from. We're just going to say that. How about that?
0: <laughs> and, and Lance, I, I, like you said, we're getting down to about like the last part of this The last
1: show. part. Thank you so much, Lance. Not a problem. But we're going to do this again. Say okay.
0: on, right. take care of yourself, brother. Peace. All right,
1: sir. All right,
2: Howard. Talk
1: to us. LT at Mentalspeak com. LT at Mentalspeak Radio.com. Howard, thank you.
0: It's, you know what? I came on. Um, rushing up here, you know. Yeah. Through, I kept saying LA traffic because there was so much traffic here in in Dallas-Fort Worth.
1: DFW is a mess.
0: This is a mess, but I got here and 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 the show was so uplifting and so informative. I think the people that uh that your your audience has gotten something from you. Yeah. Because you're a very good host. Thank you, sir. And um you interview me very well and you bring out the best of Howard Scott and the people that got that, they got it.
1: Listen, we're gonna do it again. We gotta get out of here. I'm gonna take you out with Get Down By War. Middle Speak family, thank you so much for your ear. Fishbowl Radio Network, Fridays, 5 to 7 p.m. Central. You can listen to Howard Scott show, Wednesdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Central. Do not miss it. We have greatness among us, you guys. So we're gonna do this again. The show will be up on the podcast platforms. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you next week.